Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Psalms 34 and 1. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome all our listeners to the service today whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you are with us today. We also want to welcome all of our new listeners from all around the world. And we just thank God for you being with us and being with us this very first time. And we do hope and pray that you will continue to come back and listen every Sunday here on Block Talk Radio. And we want to encourage you to follow us here on Block Talk Radio and also followers there on Facebook. Um, you can follow my personal page, Elaine Jackson, or Voice of Truth and Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry there on Facebook. And you can just click the follow button. You don't have to send me a, a friend request. You can just follow me there um, on those social media sites. So we just thank God again. We want to say happy Palm Sunday, amen, what a beautiful day it is uh, today in the South, amen, to God be the glory with all the storms and all the things that we have had in the last this last week. It's just a blessing to be alive and to be here today. So we all got something to, to praise God for. And that's why we should always keep a praise upon our tongue for the Lord because he has always done so much for us, and he's able to do all things but fail us. And even though sometimes, you know, it seems like the Lord is not there, but he is there. He's always there. He's always there. All we need to do is seek him and talk with him and, you know, let him know what's on your mind and what's going on in your life. And, you know, have a little talk with Jesus, you know. Tell him all about your problems. God is able to do all things but fail us. And so when we need help, we just need to ask him for help. And it says all through the word of God that God is our help. So we as believers and followers of Christ, we have a helper. And we have God who is with us all the time. He has not left us. And I know sometimes it seems like God is not there, but he is truly there with us. And I want you to be encouraged in the Lord to know that your help is on the way. And know that God is always on time. We serve an on time God. Amen. To God be all of the glory. He is so worthy, 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 worthy of all our praise. He is an awesome, 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 awesome God. And we just thank God. I am your host, um, Minister Lane Jackson, and I'm here every every Sunday. Amen. Just doing the work of ministry. Um, we will be celebrating 10 years of ministry this year under the leadership of Apostle Yvonne and Pastor Joseph Ryle, Without Walls Worldwide Ministry. So we have been doing ministries for 10 years, and for the Lord, amen. 
And we praying God for many, many more years of doing the work of ministry for the Lord. Amen. We want you to be a part of that service. Amen. July the thirty first. You can um lock that in on your phone. Put it on your calendar, whatever you got to do. You don't want to miss it, amen, because it's going to be celebration time. We are going to celebrate, amen, for the Lord, amen. We're just going to lift up the name of Jesus, amen, to God be the glory. But God is so able to do all things but fail us. He's such a good God. He's just able to do it. He's able to do it. I don't know about you, but I trust him to do it. And holy is he. Holy is the Lord. Amen. Holy is the Lord. He's mighty. He's strong. He's awesome. He's everything that we need. He has everything that we need. And so we got to give him all the praise and all of the glory for he is worthy, 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 worthy to be praised. Amen. I need thee, oh, I need thee every hour. I need thee, oh, bless me now, my Savior. I to thee, I need thee, oh, I need thee, every hour, I need thee, oh, bless me now, my Savior, I Oh, Heavenly Father, we give you praise and honor and glory, and we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you that we're still in the land of the living. Lord, we pray right now for your grace and mercy, your traveling grace and mercy to and from our destination. Father, we ask you in the name of Jesus to meet the needs of all those under the sound of my voice, O oh God, for your people, O oh God, for the church of God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray, Father God, for peace and comfort, God, even now. We pray that you will comfort those that are mourning, those who have lost loved ones, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let them know, Lord, that you have not forsaken them, nor will you ever leave them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus, we ask you to help us, O oh God. We ask you to have mercy upon thy people, O oh God, and those that have strayed away, O oh God, from the sheepfold, O oh God. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that they will come back while the blood is yet running warm in the veins, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you right now for your word, God. In the name of Jesus, help us to stand on your word in these last and evil days, O oh God. 
Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, don't let us fall to the wayside, God. Keep us from falling, God. Help us to know, God, that no matter what we're going through right now, that you are able to fix it, that you're able to do all things but fail us. You're able to do it, Lord. And no matter what the situation is, oh, God, we know that you already have the answer and that you already have the solution, that you already have fixed the problem. So, Lord, for that, we give you praise and we give you honor and glory, Lord. Lord, your word says there's a time and a season for all things. Help us to know the right time and the right season that you have for us to do. Let us walk in thy way, in thy plan, and in thy will, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh Lord, and keep us from all evil, O oh God. Protect your people from all dangers seen and unseen, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Don't let your people lack for anything in the mighty name of Jesus. Meet every need. Father, we just pray right now for every spirit of devour, God, in the name of Jesus. Everything that's coming against our finances, every spirit of mountain of God, in the name of Jesus, we cast that thing back to the pit where it came from. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we command that thing to loose it whole right now, in the name of Jesus. Release that harvest right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you right now for finances, for those in the body of Christ. We thank you for wealth transfer. We thank you for debt cancellation right now. We pray right now that every bill of every believer, every follower of Christ shall be paid in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't let them lack from any good thing because in the word you say, in the time of famine, we shall be fed. You said that we shall not be ashamed, O oh God, that our land will not be desolate, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you right now for the supernatural right now in the lives of the people of God all around the world. Lord, let not one person car be repossessed. Let all rent and mortgage payments be paid. We ask you right now, Father God, to let their cabinets be full and their refrigerators and freezers be full. Let all the bills be paid in Jesus' name. I call those things that be not as though they were. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is so, and it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. To God be all of the glory. What a mighty God we serve. It's mighty, 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 mighty. I don't know about you, but I, I just feel this song. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan to get thee behind. Victory today is mine. So whatever you're going through, oh, because Jesus already won the battle. So the victory is already yours because Jesus already won the victory. So the battle's already won. Don't you try to fight the battle because he's already fighting. I don't know about you, but that song right there, like you want to run over my house right now because he's already made a way. Victory belongs to Jesus. We already got the victory. Victory is yours today. Amen. To God be all of the glory. The message today will come from John. Amen. John 
one of my favorite books. I just love the word of God. But John, we're going to talk about what John's talking about in the word today. John, the fourth chapter. And I'm going to begin reading at, let's see here, verse number one. John chapter four. When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples. And he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now Jacob well was there, and Jesus, therefore, being weird with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, ask drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealing with the Samaritans. And Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knew the gift of God, and who it is that says to thee, Give me to drink, thou would have asked of me, and would have given thee living water. And the woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. So whence then hast thou this living water? Art thou greater? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his cattle, his, his children and his cattle? And Jesus said unto her, Whosoever drink of this water shall not thirst again. But whosoever drink of the water that I give him shall never thirst. But the water that I give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto everlasting life. And the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Amen. May God add a blessing to the readers and the doers of his holy word. I'm going to stop reading right there, but I want to encourage you to read the entirety of the chapter. Today I want to just kind of talk about the woman at the well. And the title of the message today is, If You Only Knew. See, Jesus said in verse 10, he said um, to the, the Samaritan woman, he said, if thou knew the gift of God and who it is that says to thee, give me, this, give me to drink, thou would have asked of him and he would have given thee living water. If you only knew. 
Now, here was the Samaritan woman, and she had come to the well to, to draw the water. She had a bucket, and she lit the, lit the bucket down in the well, and and as she pulled her bucket up, and as she's doing a little tiny thing to turn the water up, you know, Jesus was really already there at the well before she got there. And so when she get to this well, you know, here is Jesus, because Jesus was doing his earthly ministry. And Jesus was going around preaching and uh, healing, delivering, saving souls, teaching about God's salvation, the gift of God's salvation. So, you know, the woman gets there, and here's this, this Jew sitting here at the well, and then he's going to ask her to, to drink for something to drink, you know. And so, you know, Jesus, you know, kind of just kind of, you know, looked at her, and he said, well, you know, if you only, in other words, if you only knew who I was, then you would ask me for a drink. You know, a lot of times, as a Samaritan woman, I believe that she knew of Jesus, but she didn't know him for herself. You know, if you continue to read the word of God, she tells Jesus in the word, she said, well, when the Messiah comes, he will tell us, all things, or he will tell us all truth. When the Christ comes, he will tell us all things. So that tells me that she really didn't know who Jesus really was, but that he was sitting there. He said, if you only knew who you were talking to. You know, many times we miss Jesus because we look at the person that is sick to bring us a message of salvation or a message from God. We miss it because we don't see that person as who God has called them to be. Now, she said, well, you know, when the Messiah comes, which means Christ, when he comes, he's going to tell us our thing. And so that's when Jesus had to tell her, and he said to her, and you can read it in the Word, amen, you can read it in the Word, it's in the same chapter. And he tells her, he said, I am he. I am the Christ. I am the one. And so as he continued to talk to her, you know, uh, for whatever reason, the Jews didn't have anything to do with the, the Samaritan people. But, you know, when, when, when we know the truth, if you only knew that when God came, just like he came until the Samaritan woman through Jesus, his spirit, he came for whosoever will let him come. Because here was a Samaritan woman. That's why she said unto Jesus, wow, in other words, I'm going to paraphrase because I'm telling the story. He said, well, she said, well, why are you asking me for something to drink? I'm a Jew. You're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan. Jews don't have nothing to do with the Samaritan. Now, Jesus really didn't answer that question because he, I believe that he was sent to this woman. And we know that he was waiting for her because he was at the well. And so when she got to the well, Jesus said, will you give me something to drink? Will you give me something to drink? You know, sometimes uh, 
when God is trying to give us a truth and he's trying to, to, to give us the word, we don't want to receive the truth. And we, we search for many other things, but we don't search for the truth. We don't search for the things of God. You know, we search for things of the world, but we don't search for the things of truth. You know, and this woman, as she's coming to this well, and here is Jesus sitting there telling her, give me something to drink. You know, I think it might have just thrown off a little bit, you know, because he's probably like, what's up with this? You know, this is a Jew, and he asked me to give him something to drink. And then, you know, as you go on and you read the story, the Samaritan woman asked Jesus, she said, well, uh, sir, uh, you ain't got nothing to draw the water with, and the well is deep. Well, see, Jesus wasn't talking about the physical water that we drink every day. You know, some of us, we drink more water than we even need. We we drink water after water after water, and your body only needs so much of water anyway. So don't drown yourself out with all this water. But we have to drink water because our body is 80% of water, so we need body because the, the water in our body so we won't get high, dehydrated. And so, and so, but Jesus was talking about the spiritual water, but she was talking about the physical water, and there's a difference. If we are thirsty, we drink water, and God will make sure that you have water to drink. But Jesus was telling her about the spiritual water, the things of the spirit. He was talking about the living water, the living word. He was telling her if she drinks this right here, she'll never thirst again spiritually. Because it's just like physical water. We can drink physical water, but then our body will require more water. But Jesus told her, this water, when you drink this water that I give you, the gift of God of salvation, she said, you ain't going to never thirst again. And then when she goes on, she said, well, sir, give me this water. And so that day at that well, Jesus saved her. She received salvation because she said he she said, give me this water. And because she received him, and she got a revelation, and we just pray right now, those that are listening to me that are unsaved, that God will give you a revelation of who he is through his son, Jesus Christ. Soul can be saved. And so as, as Jesus is sitting there, he's ministering to this woman salvation. He said, if you know who I am, you know, many of us don't know who Jesus is. If you only knew, if you only knew the truth that who he is, he is the son of God. He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He's the savior of the world. He was the one that came that you might have eternal life. That's why he told you when you drink of this water, you shall have eternal life, and it shall spring up in you like a stream of living water. It's just going to spring up in you. And out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Salvation. So Jesus had ministered to her, and he had told her, 
You know, if she only knew, if you only knew, what do you know about Jesus? What do you know about salvation? What are you thirsting for? You know, a lot of times we thirst for many things in the world. You know, this well was a physical well. And the well that Jesus was talking about was a spiritual well of water that never runs out. It always refreshes. It always renew. It always refreshes you in your body, your mind, your spirit. But when we drink from the well of the world, it's a a well of sin. So what what are you tasting of? You know, what What kind of drinks are you taking? Are you drinking a Coke for the time? Are you drinking moonshine? What you got a taste for? Do you got a taste for pen? What are you thirsting for? Are you drinking a whole lot of wine? Now, the Bible says a little wine is okay, but he told us not to be drunkards. Don't be drunk. Don't be out of your mind being drunk. What are you thirsting for? What are you lusting for? What are you thirsting? What is your flesh thirsting for? Sin will make you thirst for the things of the world. The more you drink of it, the more that you want it. Because it's forbidden. It's a forbidden thing. And we don't taste it. We don't got that taste on our tongue. But you know God can take that taste that you're thirsting for off of your tongue. What well, no matter what you're addicted to, he can take it off your tongue. Whatever you're thirsting for. But we have to come and receive salvation. That's why he said to her, if I knew. In other words, if you only knew the gift of God. The gift of God is salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. Through grace, we are saved if we believe. He came that you might be saved. Whosoever will, let him come. What you thirsting for? We got to put the bottle down. We got to put the crack down. We got to put all this stuff down that's causing us to thirst, to destroy our lives. That's it's destroying us. We want the living water. We want God's word. We want to be fed. And we want him to feed us with his word. We need the word within us. Now, here was the living word sitting right before the, uh, the woman at the well. She didn't know who Jesus was. She just thought he was another Jew. You know, God was saying someone to you with his spirit. We're talking about the sent one. And so God sends this man of God, uh, this woman of God, and, and they come to bring you salvation. But a lot of times we don't want to receive that. We don't want to receive that person. Because, you know, in the word, the the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman says, um, she asked him, was he greater than her father Jacob, our father Jacob? And she talked about who they were going to worship. That's what Jesus told them. Look, 
Y'all the word. I'm paraphrasing. You know, y'all some man that really don't know who y'all worship, but we know who we worship. And the true worshiper will worship the living God in spirit and truth. Because that's the only way you can worship him. You got to know him. You got to have a relationship with him. You got to know him. If you only know the truth. See, if you only know the truth, you would know that God loves you. God loves you with everlasting love. If you only knew. But see, a lot of people don't know that. If you only knew that your sins are forgiven when you come to Christ. Now, we have a choice that we can live in sin. Because some of us are thirsting for sin. And, 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 and that, that well of sin is drying you up. That well is drying up. We got to get our life right. Because we want to drink from the well of living water. Because Jesus told her in the word of God, he said, whosoever drink of this water, whosoever is anybody, any race of people can drink of this water. And he said, you'll never thirst again. And you will have a well of water springing up unto you inside of you with everlasting life. That's what he says in the word. But we have to receive the word. We have to receive Jesus. We got to receive who he sends it through. And that's the problem. Because we look at people and we say, mm mm. But you know, the only Jesus you're going to see is one that God has sent. And we talked about that last week or maybe the week before. We got to receive the, the sent ones and not the went ones because we want to be saved for real. And we have to thank God for the living water. The living word, Jesus. Jesus came that you might live. That's why he said to her, you know, give me to drink. And he said, if you know who I was. Now, if some of you only knew who he was, some of the stuff that you will be going, going through and what you're dealing with, you will come to Jesus and say, Lord, what must I do to be saved? You will be like the, the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. You will be saying, Lord, I I, I want to be saved. You know, as Jesus talked to her at the well, he gave her knowledge of who he was. He was the son of God. That's why he said, I am he. I am the Christ. I am the Messiah. He talked to her and ministered unto her the gift of salvation. And she received that. We know that she did because it's in the word. If you read the rest of the chapter, you will see that she received salvation. She had faith enough to receive it, and she believed it. That day at that well, the Samaritan woman met Jesus, the Son of God, and she heard the word, and she received the word. Now she knew the truth. Now she knows who he is. She knows about salvation. Now she knows about the living water that will give her everlasting life. She knew the Christ. Do you know Christ? Are you truly saved? I mean, I know your name may be on the church rope, but are you truly saved? 
Because, see, a lot of times we don't know. So if you only knew what the Word said about sin, about repenting, and repenting that means changing your mind, changing the lifestyle, changing your mind and serving the Lord. And I know a lot of people don't like messages about sin. A lot of people don't want to talk about repenting. I remember when I first started the ministry, hey, somebody said, uh, well, you don't want to say nothing about repenting. You don't want to say nothing about sin. You can't preach that up in hell. Well, how is the people going to ever get saved? That's why Jesus sat there at the well and he listened to the woman, but then he answered her. And he answered and he told her about the gift of God, salvation, which is free to all who believe. That's why the Bible says that God so loved the world that he sent his son. On that day, Jesus was sent. This woman at the well, he was waiting on the come, and she received it. And 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 when he gave her the word, and he gave her the truth, he gave her a drink of eternal life. You know, if we only know the truth, so many people don't know the truth. They only going by what they heard somebody else say. You know, and that's why the Samaritan woman at the well was saying what she was saying unto Jesus, because she didn't know. But now she knows the truth, and it did set her free. And then we continue to go on on the, uh, in the other part, like I said today, we're just going to talk about the woman at the well. But Jesus said, go call your husband and come here. I could imagine the look on her face. She said, he said, uh, I want you to go, and I want you to call thy husband and come here. Go get him. Go go bring your husband here. And the Bible said the woman answered and she said, um, hmm, I, I don't have no husband. And Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. Now at that moment, if I could put it this way, this simple said, there she confessed the sin. She said, Look, I, I don't have a husband. And Jesus goes on and says, what Jesus told her that? Y'all, look what Jesus said in verse 18. He said, well, thou hast had thy husband, and he whom thou hast not is not thy husband, and that says thou truly. She confessed that, you know what, I, I, I don't have a husband. He said, the one you got right now ain't none of yours. Now, why? Do we go around here claiming other for husbands and wives? You know that man got a wife. You know that that woman has a husband. Leave that man wife alone. Leave that woman husband alone. That is not your husband and that is not your wife. You have a wife at home. Go home to your wife and your family. Go home to your husband. She said, I don't have a husband. She admitted to the sin. Jesus said, you don't have five. And the one you got now ain't yours. Now that woman ain't none of yours. That's another man's wife. And that woman's husband is not your husband. That is another woman's husband. We got to get it right. 
God will not give you another man's wife. And he will not give you another woman's husband. That is not the truth. The Bible says he who finds a wife. You want a wife, you get in the place with God, you get in the presence of God, and you begin to pray and get your life right with God, and you get your wife. God will give you a wife. You don't need to be messing with another man's wife when you already got a wife. You got a husband. It's the same thing. Leave the woman's husband alone. That's not your husband. We don't want to be in that place of testing stuff out. That's not your husband. If you want it, then let him put a ring on it. That's not your husband. That's not your wife. And I always say now, if they're going to lead you down in sin, ain't your husband not your wife. That's just not the true spirit of God. We got to get it right. Now, we got to tell the truth. And I know people get mad about the truth. But you know that you skipping and dipping and Prophet and Martha would say, and you know that ain't your wife, and you know that's not your husband because you're sneaking and you're doing it. Stop trying to steal from somebody else that's not yours. If we get our life right with God, and we get in that presence, in that place with God, and we seek God and all things, God will give you a husband of your own. So you won't have to be sharing your husband or sharing your wife. Come on, y'all. We got to get it right. Ain't no, no, ain't no need to no shacking up. That ain't your wife. That ain't your husband. You shack. That's what they used to call back in the day, y'all. Shack it up. Shack it up. Cohabitate. Whatever you want to call it. See. So we got to get it right. We got to be true. We got to confess with our mouth our sin. Now, to be real with you, God already knows. We can't hide that. He know what we're doing. He know we commend adultery. You're up in the pulpit and commend adultery. Come on, y'all. Stop it. We got to stop doing this stuff. Because Jesus already know our sin. We got to repent of our sin and get our life right with God. Now, she, she, she said, to Jesus, she said, I have no husband. Jesus told she to have five. Now, this woman that had five husbands, how many husbands you say you still had? How many wives you say you done had? <laughs> help us, Lord. Help us to get it right. We got to get it right. We have got to get it right. And Jesus told her that she told the truth. So we got to get it right. And we got to know that God will never, ever tell you. Now, that, now that's a voice, but it's, a, it's not the voice of God because God will never tell you that somebody else's husband is your husband. If that man is already married, that is not your husband. If that woman is already married, okay, how much you love her? She was married to somebody else. God will never, ever give you another man's husband or wife. That is no truth. That is not the voice of God. He ain't told you such things. Say, God told me you were my husband. How you going to be your husband you married to somebody? How she going to be your wife if she married to somebody else? Come on. We got to get it right, y'all. Now we're hearing the truth. 
and the truth is going to set you free. Now, because you heard it, you are responsible for it. And we're in the pulpit, and we're in the church, and in the leadership role, we said we are sent by God, and we know what we're doing. We better sit down. You don't want to come to overshine, and you don't want to come before anger God. Let's get, let us get it right. Let's be like this Samantha woman so that we be, we can get our life right with God. Because we got to stop playing in the church house. We got to stop playing because God knows everything. Jesus knew that. He, he Maybe he just wanted to see what she's going to confess him. I don't know. Said the truth. That's why he told He said, oh, now, I'm the paraphrase. Now you done told the truth. The one you got ain't none of yours, and you done had five. So we, we got to get it right, y'all. We have got to get it right. And so as the story goes on, Jesus uh, talks and continues to talk to the woman at the well. And the woman believed. The Bible says, Jesus said unto her, and the woman believed, and the hour came. And so she believed in what Jesus said. She had faith in it to receive salvation. So you have to believe in the Son of God. You have to confess of your sins, and your sins are forgiven. But the only way you're going to do it, you're going to have to confess your sin, whatever they are, because they're already forgiven. When you come to Jesus, your sin, he will forgive you of your sin. All of us have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Everybody, don't care who they are, we are all sinners. All of us have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. And God knows our sin. So we can't we can't hide our sin from God. And I think that's one of the things that we try to do. We think we can hide our sin. Now you can hide it from me. You can hide it from other people. And be honest with you. You can't hide nothing because the street committee gets it and it's everywhere. You think you be hiding it from people, but they know what you're doing. And then some of us have seeds that we have sown and it has brought up a harvest of our sin. We got little Johnny running around. We got little Susie running around. We got all kind of little stuff that show us that we live in, in sin. So we got to get it right. We got to get our life right before God. And we got to believe and we got to change. But Jesus also talked to her, I said earlier, about worship. And we as true worshipers and followers of Christ, we have to worship him in spirit because God is a spirit. And, you know, um, as the apostle would say, anybody can praise him. Anybody can say the name of Jesus, but that don't mean that they really know him. If the only they knew who he was. I hear many people say all the time, Jesus, they don't even know him. I can look, and, 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 and I know they don't know him because of the lifestyle that they live. In, anybody can say that, but they're not living that life. But in order to worship the living God, you got to know him. That's the only way. So that's the truth. Now, see, today you get some truth so that you will know. Because you're going to be able to go before the third occasion and say, God, if I only knew that Jesus was the Son of God, if I only knew that God so loved the world, if I only knew that Jesus bared the cross, if I only knew that Jesus died for my sin. If I only knew 
that the shedding of his blood wash away my sins. If, if, I, if I only knew that Jesus came for me, if I only knew that God loved me, if I only knew that he loved me, if I only knew that, if, if I only knew that he died for my sins, if I only knew that he died because he loved me, if I only knew that, that he rose again, that I might rise that I might have eternal life if I only knew. So today you know that he is the son of God. He's the light of the world. He the one that John was talking about. John was the messenger that, that came to tell them that were living in darkness about a man named Jesus that came to stay in the world. But the Bible said the world didn't want the light. They wanted darkness. But now you know. So you can't go to the pearly and go and say unto the God, the Father, the living God. If only I knew this thing. If I only knew I would have been forgiven. If I only knew I would have left that woman alone. If I only knew I would have left that man alone. If I only knew I wouldn't have did what I did. If I only knew that. There ain't going to be no excuse. We got to get it right. If I only knew, I would have worshipped you, Lord. If I only knew it, Lord. If I only knew, I would have read the word. If I only knew, but I, I didn't know. Now, that would be a sad day to get in front of the prayer to get coming if I only knew. Now you know the truth. And the truth will set you free. But God is a spirit. And we must worship him as spirit and truth. And only believers can do that. And, you know, as I said earlier, the woman said unto to Jesus, I know that the Messiah cometh. Now, she told him what she knew. She said, I, I know that the Messiah is coming, which the Bible says is Christ, the Christ. And Jesus said unto her, he said, I speaketh unto thee, am he. So Christ is speaking to you today. He is the one that came. He is the Christ. And he has came to you through his word today so that your soul might be saved. And the Bible goes on to tell us and about the woman. She now, as I said, and I'm paraphrasing it, um, that when the woman had left her water pot and she had left and she was on her way back to her city, and she was going back to the city, and she was so excited because she had received salvation. Now she was full of joy because now she knew Jesus for herself. She knew the Messiah, the Christ, for herself. Now she didn't know of him, but now she know him. Because, you know, in the word she said, well, I, 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 I perceive that thou art a prophet, you know. 
And so, and I, I think she, she might have got really, 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 really close to listen to hear what he had to say. And so once she received him, and she received salvation, the Bible tells her that she went into the city of the Samaritans. And she said, and when she went, like I said earlier, she was so full of joy and she was telling all the ones that she knew about this Messiah. You know, the Bible said, Joy shall ye draw water out of the well of salvation. So she had uh, drawn the water of the well of salvation. And she was full of joy. And she was now willing to tell them about Jesus. So she went and she testified. And that's in verse 39. She went into the city where she lived and she testified. She said, come and see a man. Come on, come on, y'all. Come on, see a man that told me everything about me. Come on, could he be the Messiah? Could he be the Christ? And so the 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 Bible said that you know the people in the city they went and Jesus did stay with them there one maybe two days he stayed with them and it said many of them many more believed because of his word many of them received it and 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 now the people were saying and it reads in verse four two and it said unto and said unto the woman now we believe. Now they know Jesus. And so today, with the word of God being preached to you, God says, how can one receive it if listen as a preacher that God is? So now the word has been preached unto you, so you have to receive the word of God to be saved. But it says, now we believe, not because of the woman at the well saying of what her testimony was and what she testified, but they said, we have heard him for ourselves. They said, we heard him for ourselves. Now we know this indeed to be the Christ, the Savior of the world. They knew him to be the Christ, and he did stay with them so many days. So we have to believe, and we have to search for the things of God because he is that we need, and he loves you. And, you know, God wants us to know him just like the woman at the well. He wants us to know him. He wants to have that personal relationship with him because that's what Christianity is about. It's not religion. And so it's not religion. It's a personal relationship with him and with God. And so I want to ask you today, if you are not saved, I want to encourage you to come today and give your life to Christ. And if you would just say that prayer with me, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you lived, died, and rose again for me. I repent of my sin with a godless sorrow. And if you said that prayer and you honestly do repent of your sin, welcome to the body of Christ. I want to talk to the backsliders. I want to encourage you to come back to the Lord while you still have time, while the blood yet run around in your veins. 
The Bible says God is ever married to the backslider. Come today and rededicate your life back to Christ. It don't matter how you got there. God knows how you got there to come, and you got to repent, and you got to change, and you can't continue to live in sin. You got to come out of that sin, and you got to sin no more. Rededicate your life to Christ. God loves you with an everlasting love. And I, I want you to know all of us should need to know that God loves us so much so that he sent Jesus to die for our sins. And so I want to encourage you to come today and get your life right with God and get back in that place with God. And if you're just a church guard on a church row, you are not saved. It is what it is. And I know, because I used to be a church goer for many years, and my name was on the row. And I want you to know that I was not saved. And I want to say unto you, it's time now to get our life right with God. It's time for you to get it right. We got to come out of this church-going thing, um, just going to church on Sunday. That's not going to save any of us. So I want to ask you just to say that prayer, Lord, save me, and repent of your sin. Amen. And if um, you have given your life to Christ today, you fall in any of those categories, you can hit me up there on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministries, amen. Just leave me a message there and I'm going to contact you, and I will call you back. Amen. To God be the glory. We thank God for his word and ever soul that is saved. A VLT announcement, we want to thank you for tuning in to Voice of Truth. We're the first half, the second half of the hour pile. We're on the air from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Uh, they call us the hour pile, Prophetess Martha. It's the first half first half of the hour power, and she's on the air live from 530 to 630 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected. On Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord with my leaders, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Yvonne Rao. They're on the air at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to encourage you to follow them there on Block Talk Radio and Facebook. On Wednesday, we have Faith Come by Hearing Ministry with your host, L.D. Vanya, as evangelist. Bertha Askews, and she's on the air live at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to encourage you to get connected to these ministries and stay connected to these ministries. We also want to encourage you to become a wild partner for our offering of $25 or more. If you would like to do that, you can hit any of us up on our Facebook page, and we'll tell you how to do that. And we also want to encourage you to become a monthly partner, weekly partner, or however you want to do it one time. Um, we want to encourage you to do that today. Amen. When you become a partner, you get you get. Uh, perks, we put you on the prayer list and all of those things. So we want to encourage you to do that. And if you haven't purchased my ebook, The Heart Reflection, or I Found It in Me ebook, I want to encourage you to do that. They're only two ninety nine. That they're on Amazon.com. Amen. So we want to thank you for being with us today. Amen. If only you knew how much God really loved you. Amen. To God be the glory. We're going to thank God for the word. And we are going to go ahead and do the benediction, amen, to God be all of the glory. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory 
and majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. We thank you again for being here with us today. Meet us here next week at the same place, at the same time, here on Block Talk Radio. Be safe. Know that God loves you, and I love you, too. We'll meet you here next week. Be blessed. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.